On this week's episode, we introduce ourselves and we discuss our very own paths to the PA profession. Hello and welcome to the Everything PA Podcast. Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Rogers, DMSC, PAC. And I'm Dr. Stone, also DMSC, PAC. We created this podcast for anyone interested in medicine and the PA profession. Be, for, be sure to uh, subscribe to us uh, and review us uh, anywhere you find your podcasts. So this week, Chris, we are going to talk about our own paths to PA school. So uh, who, who's going first? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Can't, can't wait. This, I mean, that's always, that's always a fun topic. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's open new wounds from yeah, I'm gonna go first. Uh, I mean, when I was thinking about PA school, uh, I was uh, in medical tech school, uh, knowing that I wanted to go into, you know, master's level, doctorate level, something. Um, and I was fortunate that the lab I was working in just got all these new technology that pretty much, pretty much made my job obsolete. So I was like, okay, well, we got to go find something else to do here. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, really okay. ridiculous. It's like, okay, well, this job is gonna be real boring. Right. Uh, I ended up rotating at a uh, homeless clinic uh, and there was only a PA there just working there and started asking her about what she does, how she got into that, you know, whatnot. And then, you know, talking with a couple of their doctors about their jobs, uh, you know, and they were all, all the doctors, I think about one was like, go be a PA. The lifestyle is better. You'll be happier. You don't want to do this. It's just not worth it. The doctors. And so that's how I ended up doing it. Yeah. All these doctors were like, it's, it's the payoff is just not the same. And it's, you, you should just go be a PA. You can do all the same stuff. So like, cool. okay. I'm down for that. So yeah, I uh, applied to PA school. Uh, I was lucky enough to get in the first year that uh, I applied, um, applied all over the country. So, you know, that, trying to... that's what I was going to ask you. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. How, how many schools did you apply to? Oh man, it was like 36 or 40. It was a lot. I was casting a wide net. Any four zero. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got aggressive. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I, there just aren't anything, you know, I'm from, I'm from Wyoming. So there's not a lot of schools. There aren't any schools in Wyoming. So right. it's out of state, no matter what I do. So yeah. I was like, well, you yeah. might as well go check them all out. Uh, and if you happen to get into some, like I applied to, you know, Duke, Duke was the original school that ever had the first PA program. Uh, so like, yeah, let's get into that. And actually that, that lady I shadowed, she, was she had graduated from Duke University. Uh, and so I was like, great, you know, she wrote a reference letter for me. So I was feeling pretty good. Like I was going to get into Duke, <laughs> which didn't end up happening. They ra- rapidly rejected my application. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks yeah. for the donation, but here you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still a good school. Nothing against them. They just didn't like my application. So uh, disclaimer, uh, nothing against Duke University. It's a wonderful program and we love it. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have, they have Coach Shashevsky. You know, he's the all-time winningest uh, NCAA men's basketball coach ever. So yeah, yeah, that's don't, pretty don't so. hate us, Duke University. Anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I actually did interview for a couple of schools in Texas, Nebraska, Montana, Washington. Um, so I, I mean, it, it was effective. It was effective. It was expensive, but uh, yeah. it was very effective. I mean, I got a bunch of interviews. Um, and, I, and because of that, I was able to pick the school I wanted to, you know, went to Rocky Mountain College, 
which was great. Uh, I really enjoyed that program, um, this two-year program, as opposed to a couple of some of the other ones that I used to or was looking at. Uh, one of them, particularly like North Texas, is a three-year program. Okay. Uh, I was shocked when I actually learned that while I was there during the interview. I was like, yeah. "That's what? What do you get for that extra year of tuition?" <laughs> right. Twenty sure. percent more in your salary, right, for that three years? Yeah. Year. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, ended up going to Rocky, which is great. Um, uh, that, I mean, that's, that's a solid program. I continually meet people who have also gone to that program across the country. It's really amazing uh, the people they run into that have gone there. Sure. Uh, yeah. And that's, um, I mean, that's really the, the gist of a lot of it is that it's amazing how once you get into the, the field, especially what you're in, I mean, when you're out, when you're not in yet, you feel like, you know, you're on an island, but then once you get in and you're, you're in school or you're out, it's amazing how small the overall PA community is just nationwide. Right. I mean, oh, it's, indeed. it's a pretty actually somewhat tight knit group. And so it is funny how you kind of run into people that went to the same school as you or have similar experiences or at the same conference or in the same specialty or whatever. And it's actually a pretty small group of people. Once you, once you get through the door, you just got to get through the door. Oh, definitely. definitely. So, so going back to, you said uh, medical tech school, talk to me more about that. What's medical tech? Uh, yeah. So I learned how to like draw blood, like do yeah. phlebotomy, okay. uh, collecting blood samples, and then also uh, testing, running the tests. Like, you know, we order like a chem panel or a CBC yeah. or you're like, Oh, I need two units going to the OR right now. Well, that's all that stuff has to be tested and typed and matched and all that stuff to the patient. And so I was yeah, collecting those samples. I don't have to just click a button and it doesn't just happen. There's somebody that actually, has well, I mean, it, it does, but I was that guy oh, doing well, it like, Oh, great. Okay. That order's come in. I've got to go, you know, <laughs> stab somebody real quick and sure. Legally. get that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, get that back to the lab as soon as I can. Uh, and, we, and that job was great because I did that all through my undergrad. So that was really nice, which helped me pay for my undergrad. Uh, University of Wyoming, go Pokes. Go Pokes. You know? Yeah. So um, loved that job. It was great. Um, I really learned a lot doing that job. Um, yeah. I, I mean, okay. I was really doing a lot of stuff. So, I mean, relatively straightforward path in that high school, undergrad, PA school. Uh, for the most part, I mean, I did spend a couple of years uh, in undergrad, just messing around. I did a year in uh, business, a year in engineering. I just took a year of just foreign languages because I wasn't sure originally what I wanted to do. Okay. Uh, I mean, you get the the general stuff like, you know, English and government and all that stuff that you have to take I got some of those out of the way, but I really wasn't sure. Originally I was going to go be an engineer because I have family of engineers. Uh, that's, that was the route. But after taking that first year, I was just like, that's not for me. I don't, I didn't really enjoy it. And so I spent a couple other years uh, trying to find, you know, my path. And um, actually uh, one of the teachers of the med tech program at that time, it was a new program at that school. Uh, he was an, a former um, one of my former swim coaches when I was in high school who okay. was running the program and he more or less recruited me. He was like, Hey, I got this program, you know, given where you are in your education, you could, it's a two-year program. 
but where you are, you've already done all the prerequisite stuff. You could actually do it in a year. You could, like, if we, we, we could line it up for you to do it in a year. And I was like, great, let's do it. I need to get a job. I've been here for three years. Yeah, sure. You know, I've amassed already a bunch of student loans. I need to start yeah. getting a job uh, yeah. and have to figure out how to pay for all this stuff uh, once I got out of there. And that really gave me uh, the jumping off point really into medicine. Because uh, I, I, I didn't know anything about medicine prior to that. Uh, and he just kind of scooped me up and brought me in. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's all it takes is you meet the right person or you, you see the right thing or you're somewhere in the right place at the right time and boom, there's a spark. So looking back now, um, having been a PA for five years now, six years. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Yeah. Probably six, six years now, six years. Yeah, yeah. Six. That's crazy. So uh, being a PA for six years now, looking back, do you feel like your path prepared you for um, the ultimately becoming a PA and kind of what that means and the responsibility that that bears? Um, yeah, I mean, every day is you know always a new challenge. I don't think you can fully be prepared going into it. Um, sure. Even talking to some of our other uh, colleagues that were you know EMTs or paramedics that become PAs, yep. Yep. you know, and they see a lot of different stuff than even that I was seeing, but. Um, I don't think you're really, really prepared to have to go into a situation or see a patient and uh, from, from the get-go anyway, prior to yeah. school to be like, oh, this, you know, this is on me. I gotta, I gotta take care of this person right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. It feels a little different when you're signing your name. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, Hey, I got I'm going to see this person later too. You know, even in that tech position, it's like, Hey, I got to go draw some blood. Cool. I'm in and out. But as a provider, I now have to, you know, I get to follow up with them. I get to and see how they're doing and right. are the treatments working and, or what we have done? Are, are they getting better? Yeah. Um, it's really a privilege to, to get to do all that. And um, by doing, you know, it, it is, it's a privilege. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So great. I, I mean, I think um, what I'd want to end your segment on here would be, um, you know, what, a uh, bit of advice would you offer up to uh, somebody that is just maybe getting ready to be done with high school or getting ready to move into their undergraduate years and they want to um, have the right type of experience uh, to eventually go into PA school? What kind of direction would you point them in at this point, knowing what you know now? Yeah, definitely getting all the hands-on experience you can. You know, like I said, I was doing phlebotomy med tech stuff, um, but getting all of the hands-on experience you need or can get. Yeah. Um, all the schools uh, typically require, you know, two years of some kind of hands-on contact or patient experience. And a lot of the applicants are... Um, kind of older people you get people looking for a second career yeah and so you're having to compete with a lot of people that have 10,000 hours of hands-on experience as like tech or a CNA or a respiratory therapist or radiology or something where they're moving patients around and they're just looking to either advance their careers or just switching and you know you have to compete with that so the sooner you can get into that hands-on uh, you know, contact, patient contact, that will definitely help you in the long run. Um, the other thing is getting like volunteer experience, doing, you know, giving back to the community. Um, I think 
that is a big part is we don't all, you know, we do a lot of different stuff around the communities um, you know, that we don't get paid for. We just do it. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. And sure. it ends up being super fun and people love it. And that gets, that also gets them coming back to us. They're like, Oh, you're my doctor. I'm out there. Uh, great. I see you out in the community doing this. You can kind of check on people as well. Yeah. And, and I think you hit on a really good point there that volunteer work doesn't necessarily have to be medical volunteer work. Right. I mean, you know, everybody wants to go, you know, help in a clinic or whatever, and that's wonderful. And, and I would encourage them to do that. But at the same time, you know, that whole, like, I'm well-rounded, right. You want a well-rounded person. Well, I think that's another piece to it is you need to have cultivated some other sort of interests that still would be in that realm of sort of giving back to, to people. Right. And that idea of, uh, being in a position of service to others. So yeah. I think that's a really important point that you kind of build that community as the provider medically, but also just as a normal person that's giving back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, what, what did you, did, did you do a lot of volunteer experience for you? We'll get to me. You, you want me to go through my oh, segment? Here? It's a segment. Okay, we got to separate this out a little bit. We'll get to me. I thought that was the end. You're on the hook. <laughs> No, you're, you're good. Okay. You're good. You're done. Yeah. The defense like rests. a lot about me. I love talking about myself. We can do that all day, but <laughs> you know. everybody. Okay. Well, on the other side of this break, uh, we will talk about my story. All right. Welcome back. So you want to know more about me, Chris? Of course. Yeah. Tell me all about Dr. Rogers, yeah. how yeah. he became a PA, right. what motivated him, all okay. the good things. Okay. So I have the uh, very flowery answer, which is true, but flowery. And then I have like an, a true, not flowery answer too. So the true, not flowery answer would be um I, I wanted a job that's responsible that has a lot of responsibility and that, that compensates me well. Um, so that's number one. It's not the main driver by any means at all. Don't want to, don't want to, you know, not the main reason, but that's one. Uh, the, the real reason the, the, that's a little more flowery, but I think is, is real is um, it starts with a young Steven in uh, high school and early college. Uh, I can't remember exactly when, cause it was so long ago, a long time ago. I'm old. You're so old. You're so old. Gosh. Everything hurts. So um, yeah. <laughs> I think it was early college. So I had an opportunity to uh, shadow. Um, and it was actually part of like a class where I'd get credit in, in a career field that interested me. So she decided, you know, my dad's uh, in healthcare, have other family friends in healthcare. Let's, let's give this healthcare thing a try. So I went and shadowed a doctor because, you know, only, only jobs that exist are doctors and lawyers and bankers. So I was going to go, uh, shadow a doctor. So I shadowed a doctor is an orthopedic surgeon, um, kind of an old school dude, but super nice, uh, been in the community for a long time. And he had this buddy with him, um, big tall guy. Um, and he kind of helped him out both in the clinic and in the operating room. And I didn't quite even really know what a PA was, but it turns out this was his PA of course. So, um, the thing I noticed about him um, was that he was the only person that was with the patient from on a surgery day. So was in the, you know, at the hospital, the only person that was with the patient from before surgery in the pre-op area 
to the operating room, to the PACU. Um, and then he was the one rounded on patients the, that night and the next day as well. So of all the different people that touch a patient, doctors, nurses, PT, OT, whoever else, CNA, everybody, um, sorry for anybody I'm forgetting. The, the PA, at least in this practice, and in a lot of practices I've seen, was the only person, the only dude that was with this patient the whole time. And that was really profound for me. I thought, holy cow, I, I, you know, I want to help people and I want to have a career that's uh, centered around giving back to others. And, and this dude is the, the dude, man, he's there all the time and he's not the surgeon, but he's doing a lot during surgery and he's with the patient before, during, after, and uh, had kind of a confident attitude and was really just killing it. And uh, that's just sort of the beginning of how I discovered the PA profession and uh, just kind of went with it from there. I, you know, I had a little bit of a off and on path after that. I, you know, completed my undergraduate and started out in business that lasted about 15 to 20 minutes. And then I switched my major um, to pharmacy because that's what my dad does. And that's what some other family friends do. And so I thought I wanted to count pills. Um, it's a great profession, not for me. Uh, then switched over to kind of general studies, got an associate's degree, which that'll be a whole nother episode to talk about doing uh, the community college route for your prereqs, but it worked out very well for me. Then ended up getting my undergraduate degree in psychology because again, I still didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and then eventually completed all of my uh, pre-PA requirements and applied to PA school and didn't get in, which sucked. Brutal. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I didn't apply to 40 <laughs> schools. That's a lot. I didn't apply to 40, but I probably applied to 20. Um, that's, Duke that's still a pretty was, good match. Yeah. Duke, Duke was fun. Cause I got the letterhead, you know, it had the cool Duke logo on it and they're like, yeah, no, thanks. Um, but we appreciate your $40. Yeah, did you, um, you get an actual letter? Uh, yeah, it was a physical, oh, yeah, I still have them. I, actually. I just got an email. Oh, <laughs> oh see, I was, they, yeah, they, they rejected me even classier than they rejected yeah, me. Yeah. Paper on paper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if that's better paper. or and not. I, just I, like, <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a handful of them that I've I've kept that are uh, a good gentle reminder that um, if at first you don't succeed, try try again. Um, and that's what I did. So I said, okay, well, obviously I kind of suck right now. I don't have my ducks in a row, and I need to to figure that out. And that's okay, um, you know. So it was hard, but um, I kind of um, actually sort of left the idea of going into medicine. I worked at an insurance company for a while. Um, I worked at a cell phone company for a while. Um, and then decided, okay, uh, no medicine's where I want to be. So I became an EMT worked, uh, as an EMT as well as a CNA for a little while. So a little bit of everything, um, and applied again. And they said, man, we're really sick of dealing with the paperwork with you. So we're going to let you in. Uh, and so I got into Rocky mountain college as well, which is where I met the infamous Chris stone and the rest is this guy, this guy. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably to rent to you. <laughs> right. Right. And so then, yeah. So then, uh, went on to graduate from there. So, um, you know, not the most traditional path, uh, but not a terrible path either. I feel like it kept me hungry and humble and makes me appreciate where I'm at even more and sort of motivated me to do this sort of stuff. Kind of the, kind of the give back thing, keep, you know, uh, 
keep people from getting too discouraged if they don't get in the first time or if they don't feel like they're up for it or whatever, try to encourage uh, pre-PA students and, and kids to keep after it, even if they don't do. And, and that applies to everything. That's not just PA school. That's just life. You know, the, if you, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. So yeah, I, I love it. I'm a big proponent of that. Yeah. Very, very motivational. I mean, how do you feel uh, from year to year? I mean, I know you said that you started doing EMT stuff, but application wise, um, how you improved your application from year to year. You know, I think, um, it was kind of an all on all fronts. So, I mean, really, I think of, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit more later on other episodes, but I think of, you know, the application has kind of three components to it, right? So it's got the academic stuff, the numbers, the hard data, if you will. Um, it's got the, uh, experience stuff. So kind of like, you know, what other medical oriented things have you done? And then kind of the complete picture, a whole person, are you a well-rounded individual? Are you going to take this seriously, et cetera? So it's got three components and I tried to improve all three. Um, and so I, you know, I retook some classes. Organic chemistry is, um, the single worst, uh, it's a I've ever experienced in my life. And I had to take it twice because I just enjoyed it so much the first time. Oh, good. So, yeah. Bolstered the, bolstered the GM, uh, GPA a little bit. Um, and got a little bit more work experiences in EMT, volunteered at a hospital, volunteered at a, uh, um, what would you consider? It's like a, it's not a homeless shelter, but a, like a community health center. Yeah. Like health care for the homeless type thing. thing. Sort of. Yeah. So that sort of thing, um, providing some basic stuff. Um, and then just, you know, matured and, and learned. And, and I, I, there was two years in between when I first applied and didn't get into when I applied and got in. So I, I was honest during, you know, I was lucky enough to get an interview. Those, those few things uh, at least got my foot in the door enough to where they could look at my face. And um, then when I got the interview, I kind of said, you know, I've matured and I learned a lot from not getting in the first time. And I, for whatever reason, they were again, sick of hearing from me enough at that point. <laughs> so I just let me see. So yeah, I think they were turned off by how you looked. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I think, it was sort of multifaceted as far as how I try to improve things. And I think you have to kind of look at your application that way for anything first time or fifth time or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely learning from, you know, those failures and yeah. making adjustments moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sounds like you did a lot on several fronts. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't gone, gotten in the, the first round. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, in my my opinion, I had a great, strong application. So yeah. uh, if I wouldn't have gotten in, I don't, I don't, <laughs> know, what, I don't know what I would have done. I don't. I, I would have been astounded and just never gone back. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have a backup plan. I was like, it's either this or I'm still working retail. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Shout out to yeah. retail workers, frontline, frontline people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially this time of year. Especially right now, yeah. There's this little thing called COVID-19 going on, which is probably going to have at least one or two episodes from us in the future, I would think. Yeah, of- there's so much stuff to talk about and that we've all learned uh, through the whole process. It's it's going to be interesting to chat and just, just all the things about it. That's going to be fun. Yeah, well, that is another conversation for another day. So I think hopefully this has given everybody a little bit of 
insight into both of us. Um, it's shown everyone just how adequate I am. That's just great. enough to get in. Just enough to 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 be practicing here. Just kidding. But hopefully, you know, I think the the takeaway here today uh, is everybody's path is different. Doesn't really matter. It's more about the ultimate outcome and and the person you become along the way. So, with that, I'm I'm going to end my piece. What you got? Anything else to add, Stone? You got any other uh, philosophical? No, I mean, other you know, don't don't uh, you know, if you don't get in the first time, you know, don't get depressed or you know, you know it was a setback, but keep moving forward. You know, the, it's if you really want it, you know, do what Stephen did. You know try different outlets of volunteering, maybe switching jobs and uh, potentially retaking some classes. You know, if you really want it, just keep moving forward and you'll get it. Um, just take, you know, just going just gonna to take some extra time. So don't be discouraged. Um, Words to live yeah. by. Words to live by. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and take us out? Dr. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. Look for us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, where, anywhere else you get your podcasts. Uh, please subscribe and review us. Uh, be on the lookout for our new YouTube channel coming out. Again, I am Dr. Stone, DMSC and PA. And I am Stephen Rogers, DMSC, PAC, and then Everything PA Podcast. Go get them. Go get them. Go get them.